Christ this almighty. Saturday Night Live fucking videos. That's it. Hang me up. Hang me out to dry. <laughs> Hang me out to dry. I'll have you know we have a shitty song to talk about. Mm. Yeah, what else is new? Welcome to Lyrics to Go, the podcast where we take a deep dive into lyrics that are questionable at best, but have largely dodged public ridicule until now. I'm Mark, and I'm here with Seth. How are you, Seth? We're going to do it super fast because Mark's got so much to do. Well, I mean, you know. Well, I've, no, Mark. Here's the thing. I've been I've been on a streak, man. I've actually been getting stuff done. Oh, big time. And so I need to, if I if I lose that momentum, we got to record, I got to edit the episode. I've got, we've got, as you know, I've got very important guests yes. coming I'm, on December 25th. Off air. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Because I know we want to record an episode with them. With them. And I've, and I've already, I've already started the wheels. Saying. Don't, don't you worry, baby. I am I've already started the wheels in motion. Mm-hmm. Um, you too have been getting a lot of stuff done. I've been clearing out the garage. I went, I had a very emotional day today. So uh-huh. before you got there, uh, I was going through a bunch of old records of my mom's, not final records i didn't know that but she she was a balancer of checkbooks and stuff Mm -hmm. so i found her uh when she signed me up for soccer in uh when i was 10 years old i found a couple of birthday cards that i had written for that she held on to so that was very emotional and uh divorce paperwork from her first husband ouch um who um i think had known uh, but was trying to not admit to himself that he was gay. Right, we and about that, yes, yeah, I know I've talked about it with you. Yeah. But, um, and then uh, some report cards and stuff from when I was a kid. So, a little bit of an emotional day getting all that stuff done, and then trying to route through stuff and he- and give stuff out. And so I have people that play on stopping by to grab stuff and blah 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 blah. We need to make time for all that. So got to make time for all that. Yeah, but I've got to make time for my baby. Memories. I got to I got to make time for Seth. Yeah, I, I appreciate this. that. Why is it so easy for me to picture you with shin guards on? <laughs> Why? I don't know. I'm not sure. Uh, you so you're, what you're saying is you had a good day so far. It's been a busy, busy couple days. Yeah, but the I've had a, I've been stuff, doing I like know a, you like that. Oh yeah, I mean yeah. it was it was good. Yeah. I mean it's hard sometimes. Yeah. Um, my mom's passed away for over ten years now. My father, um, about three or four years for yeah, about yeah. three or four years. So, uh, you know, it's, it's so it's, strange for those of you that don't know. I actually knew Mark's dad when I played at a bar all the time. I saw him all the time, and then one day a friend of mine said. Oh, yeah, by the way, that's Mark Davis's dad. <laughs> and I had yeah. no idea, and I had known him. I, and now this is funny because we knew I knew him from a name that you didn't even know. I, everybody in the bar at that place called him Buzz. Right, that which was, I had never... I, he'd, I always knew him as Doc. Right. Was his big nickname before that. And everybody in the bar that I played at called him Buzz. And I used to walk by him and sing Steely Dance. No, I'm cool with Buzz. And he'd just <laughs> look at me and not say anything. you know. But I, that's how I knew him. And then one day somebody pointed that out. And then forever he was no longer Buzz. He was just Mark's dad after that. So, um, Fair enough. But yeah, it's it's been a while. I'm glad you've, uh, you, you, you've gotten a lot of things done. I'm glad that you're able to... Uh, connect the things that your inertia along with a little bit of nostalgia. That's a beautiful yeah. thing, I suppose. And uh, and it's and a good. It's a good. Uh, what's the chick with the um, the? If you don't need it, let it go. Yeah, I do um, know who you're talking about. I just can't it, remember her name. Uh, Maria Kondo. 
But we've, uh, yeah, I've had a good weekend as well. It's my daughter's birthday weekend. Um, I was able to get, a, or I had not able to. I suddenly didn't, uh, was not required to be at a little event. I will be at more throughout the day, and I do have that to do as well. So, Mark, don't think you're the only one here that's got important shits to do. No, right? not at all. No, so, uh, but uh, <laughs> I was so for the before, before, right before the recording, I was like, Seth, are you ready? And then I heard him put on a Saturday Night Live. Uh, Thinking, I scolded him. I said, "Are you watching a How dare you Saturday Night Live video? We got recording to do." Ooh, it was pretty ladies on. <clears throat> and I mean, guys, when you're going to talk about a song like "Want You Bad" by The Offspring, you want to get it done as soon as humanly possible. You need to stop what you're doing because <laughs> we're now, about to ruin <laughs> the image yeah, and the inertia the that, day you're, that you're having. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you are a self-professed not Offspring fan. Me don't like. <laughs> okay. Um, so tell me more about that. <laughs> I mean, um, I know we talked a little about the offspring already. Yeah. I mean, we did. What was the song we did before? Quite a uh, few back now. Um, yeah. The song we did before was um, <laughs> Pretty Fly for a White Guy. Was yes, that it? I oh, believe God. That, was that it. song is just, <clears throat> just, just atrocious, man. Just, uh, just uh, vomit inducing. I've never, ever, going all the way back to when we first started hearing them on the radio in the mid-90s, never liked him, was not a fan of the sound of his voice, was not a fan of the, what seemed to me at the time sounded like prefabbed guitar tone set out just for pop punk. I thought mm. it was, it was uh, you know, just, just ad hoc. Nothing special. Episode 109, Thanks. Pretty Fly for a White Guy. So, uh, and some people, some people, some people, some meatballs. <laughs> some meatballs may say, our listeners are now referred to as meatballs. Some meatballs may say, well, I mean, that's less than 50 episodes, uh, which is around a year. 50. Um, yeah. Um, wild, because this is episode 155. Um, you know, it's maybe a little too soon to do another Offspring song. Well, uh, to that, I would say we've had this on the list. And as I mentioned last episode, we I wanted to originally do this song. I found it somewhere, maybe by listening to something and it came on and I was like so irked by it. And then uh, while talking, while looking up information about them, I saw this song and I was like, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, that song. Um, all right. Maybe we'll do that song instead. Yeah. So we did pretty Fly for a white guy. And now we're going to do want you bad. We listened to this. Was it your first time listening to this on the way back from McDonald's? Yes. Yes. That's the first time I'd heard it. So we uh, we were originally going to record a little later in the day. Seth ended up um, not having to go where he thought he was going to go. So he came over early. I was in the midst of doing all this emotional stuff and cleaning out. <laughs> so I completely lost track of time. He got here. We went to McDonald's together and on the way back, we listened to it and Seth had some interesting um, yeah. reactions. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I'm very curious to see what you... Uh... Yeah, well, let's just go over that right now. So he puts on the song as we're coming back from getting something to eat. He plays it, and immediately, like I said, manufactured guitar tones just falling into every cliche that you can possibly think of in the 90s pop punk pantheon. And this comes on... I'm expecting pretty fly for a white guy you know uh, some sort of silly hook right a, a goofy goofy hook and it's not it, it follow falls into it, it very easily falls into a pop punk riff sure which i don't what the band's known for i don't hate okay. I, I didn't hate it now were you a fan of so smash 
and forgive me listeners if this is something i can't remember people will come up to me like that song that episode you did about this song i'm like i don't, I don't know what you're talking some of these songs oh, immediately leave my mind we want them to um or, or like what we talk about them but smash which which was i think their third second or third studio album mm-hmm. was their with the big hits right. self-esteem um keep them separated um all that stuff were you a fan of that stuff at all none at all not at all at okay. all that whenever i heard the little hooks and the oh you know and his voice it just immediately turned me off if there is a song and i just now know that this is a single if there's a single out there that i would say i don't hate it this is the one interesting yeah i don't hate it yeah don't think i like it for one minute oh but I don't hate it. Okay. I don't like it. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. Um, 2000. The name of the album is Conspiracy of One, the band's sixth studio album. The second hing- single, Hingle. Jesus, I keep <laughs> fucking up the first letter of everything. Second single. The, the second single from that album and was also featured on the Greatest Hits album released five years later. Uh, it was in the top 10 of the U.S. hot modern rock track. And it's the music video is fucking cringy as hell. The song is cringy as hell. Uh, trying to do a little bit of that play on words, because when you hear want you bad, you he- you think the average person walking around thinks I want you very badly. Boy, boy, do I want you so bad. Mm. It. Oh, man, I want you. You get a you, you get a pop sensibility to it. There's a, a, a pop message. I want you bad, which is what pop songs are. I want you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah. But what they mean is I want you to be bad. I want you to be naughty. When I say that, I meant like in, in sync kind of I want you back, you know, pop, you know, like it, it, very simple, not hard. The, if you haven't caught on to what he's saying is that this is a double entendre. A cotton on. Cotton on. What are we doing? I just today, want to man? remind you. We just we're recording from Florida. <laughs> <laughs> our fifth grade and our fifth graders read at a third grade reading level. We're eating cotton candy and sand <laughs> while we're doing. This is the moment. Yeah, it's an interesting. It's always an interesting time here. It is. Uh, do you have anything else to say before we just get into the fucking lyrics of this song? Yeah, yeah. I mean, ultimately, when we went over the lyrics, I, I, I when I when I gave it the listen, I was like, well, it's not the worst thing they've done. I've heard worse. But then we got into the lyrics, and I was like, yeah, it still fucking blows. These so. lyrics are just absolutely. Oh, I just can't wait to re- rip them apart. So we get the little intro, the first verse. If you could only read my mind, you would know that things between us ain't right. I know your arms are open wide, but you're a little on the street side. I can't lie. Your one vice is your too nice. Come around now, can't you see? I don't want to go anywhere within 10 feet of delving into Dexter's mind when he's sitting there trying to, you know, come up with the words for anything to express himself. I hate his lyrics. I do. And these are these fall just short of the of, of, you know, like I told you when we did all the songs from the songs from Smash. I hate those. I hate Pretty Fly for a White Guy. 
These are still really bad. <clears throat> I don't want to get anywhere near them. But this is our job. If you could only read my mind, don't want to do it. <laughs> well, hold, hold on. Before, before we start really ripping this apart. Uh, yeah, I am. I'm going to rip it apart. Let me just... So, of course, we have the Hoffman Clause. I don't know that this is supposed to be him talking about him. Maybe he's not. Maybe he's talking about some character. But it's still such a weird point of view to want to, like, sing from. And let this just be a reminder. Why are you doing squinty eyes at me? Because does the Hoffman Clause even count in this case? I think so. I'm, well, I mean, yeah. yeah still I sucks. think so. No, it does. But... It's it's very problematic. Okay. And I'll get into that here in a second. But what I want to say is Dexter Holland, as we mentioned before, has his PhD in molecular biology. Let this be a reminder that book smarts and street smarts or book smarts and not being a fucking weirdo pervert. And I'll get there. I'm not saying everybody that isn't into being treated like this character or whatever not everybody is um, not everybody that is very, very smart on a book level um, automatically has good scruples. And I know that's probably understood. I mean, obviously, there have been a lot of famous, like brilliant, famous people that are pieces of shit um, and have done awful things. So I know I'm not telling any tales out of school here, but just mind blowing that these lyrics are coming from someone who understands molecular biology. <laughs> it is just insane. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it just goes to show you that $200,000 in in student debt does not buy you wisdom. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, right off, if you could only read my mind, you would know that things between us ain't right. How about communication? I was going to say... <laughs> I've got I got an idea for you. Yeah, it sounds like from the get go, from line two, there is an indication that there is something going on, and that you are with this person. Uh, that that there's a relationship. There's there's a a shared mutual time and space together that yeah. is spent. You know, uh, going somewhere that is meant to go somewhere. Totally. But you know, if you could only read my mind, uh, now that makes sense to a degree. But if you're mm. gonna, you know. If you're going to, you know, have that shared space with that person, person, you need the communication from the get go, right from the outset, you know? Yeah. Maybe we can give them a bit of a bit of a bit of a benefit of the doubt because they're going to reveal more that has that has revealed itself through the course of the relationship. Yeah. But let's just this is yeah, this is uh, this is men would rather write a song than go to therapy um, where it's like he's almost blaming her immediately hmm. for not being able to read his mind. And it's like, this is a relationship that may be on the cusp of falling apart because of the narrator's issues. And he's like, bummer. You couldn't read my mind. Hmm. Girl, you should have known Damn. by now. Ah, yeah. oh, such a shame. Sorry. And it's like, well, you know, you do have the option of saying, Hey, sit down for a minute. I don't want to talk to you about something, but he's like, why can't you read my if old man, if only you could read my mind, that things would be so much better and so much easier. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you piece of shit. I know your arms are open wide, but you're a little on the straight side. I can't lie. Get Scott Stapp there for a second. 
<laughs> um, but then uh, you're a little on the straight side. Now there's that that's a little bit open right there. In yeah, that, I was thinking that. I, I that don't. I when don't. When you evoke the word straight, you know, obviously they're going right. with the whole sexual moray uh-huh. thing. I think in this that's case, a moray. That's uh, a moray. <laughs> you said moray last week, and I was like, I totally missed the opportunity to see that's a moray. And so I'm glad you said moray again, so I was able to hit it. Cha-ching. Yeah, money. There yeah, we go. Absolutely. Yes. And that was not discussed pre-podcast. Just so you know. That was natural. We've baby. really got our rapport down. <laughs> um, it, so in this case, it's he, I think he's just referring to you're a little bit on the straight bland. and narrow. Yeah, the milky. Yes, the not so you Ooh, know milky. nothing spicy. Mommy milkers. Please. <laughs> I don't think he means that. That's either. what I was trying to watch before we started, and you yelled at me, Mark. What's going on? <laughs> it was a Saturday Night Live thing. Just so and he clear. can't lie. He's not watching porn time. in front of me. No, I promise you. I wasn't. Um, uh, yeah, I know uh, you're uh, armed. And, and he says, here's... I can't lie. Fuck that. <laughs> we talked about this before. What yeah. song was it where someone kept saying, like, I, I won't lie or, or I can't lie? And yeah. it was like, oh, autumn, immediately. That's when your hackles. Yeah. You should be hackled. Hackles yeah. immediately go up. Um, yeah, I know your arms are open wide. He's like dismissing her being comforting, it looks like. And it's like, oh, I know your arms are open wide. I know you're like, I know you're sweet, but ew. <laughs> kind of like <laughs> faulting her for being nurturing. Yeah. Which again, I mean, ladies, uh, <laughs> am I right? That you have to be, this reminds me of the giant thing in the Barbie movie where she's like, you have to be skinny, but not too skinny. You have to be thick in the right places. Oh, yeah. You have to be nurturing, but you also have to be naughty. You have yeah. to be this. You have to be that. It's like, yeah, I know your arms are open wide, and I know that, like, you know, you're you're being thoughtful and sweet, but uh, sorry, not me. And it's just, it's so gross. It's she so just, shitty. it sounds like the girl, which we're going to assume that it is, can't fucking win. That's exactly right. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly right. It fucking blows. Yeah, um, and then yeah, your one vice. To, to, is you're too nice now that's not a vice yeah i now i will tell you as okay here's here's me here's me opening up here's me saying i am a reformed i used to be as a as a younger person uh how do i put this i mean I, so i am a nice guy uh, and when i say nice guy i do not mean that i consider myself to be a nice guy but I'm definitely somebody who has always been like scared to make the first move. And um, I have heard from people a bunch of different takes on this, um, you know, that it's dangerous to be too nice or too maybe not too nice, but to not let to hmm, boy, you're prone to vulnerability. Well, no, is that I mean, what you're saying? No, no, it's it's what I'm saying is. When you don't like let the fact that you are into someone be known early on, it is very easy for for a, someone to think this person just wants to be friends with me. Oh, and okay, okay. I don't think that that's a fault of the the woman, and I guess it's more the fault of the guy for not letting. But women scare the living bejesus out of me, and so I would meet a woman, and if I was into them, I would be scared to say or do anything because I have self esteem issues and a bunch of other. I mean, there's a bunch of stuff internally going on there. Mark, we're gonna go deep for a second. <clears throat> I have heard you sat there, sit there in front of women, that and and just been the consummate listener and conversationalist and perfect in every way someone that they're going to want to talk to and i believe you never give away that you might have liked them i didn't know if you did or not but i thought to myself jesus christ what a great communicator 
but I'm I'm guessing right here you're admitting that you're just too that you were too scared to ever say anything. Oh, absolutely. Know. Well, because yeah, you I could mean, have been. This is my therapy. Session. You are prone to friend zone ignis. So I yeah I I hate using that term friend zone. But, I think that there's probably an accurate way to use it that is not offensive, because I think that you know a lot of times when people talk about friend zone, they talk about like a woman purposefully leading a guy on to get stuff from them um, without like having sex with them or being in a relationship with them. I think that that has Yeah. I think that also most, I think what happens most of the time is that the guy does not let his desires be known early on. And then the relationship mm-hmm. goes into a place where it's like, it would be uncomfortable or weird for one party or both parties mm-hmm. to, um, you know, to, to, to go to that from, next step. Exactly. Or, or, or go to the next step. I should say one so or the other. Yeah. That is to say, I think I've fucked myself over many times by not just saying to someone, Hey, I'm into you very early on. Um, so anyway, f- so to see someone say, uh, to a woman, your one vice is you're too nice. Um, to refer to that as a vice is a very strange choice of words. And it's, and it's wrong. It's yeah. stupid. I yeah. mean, it's not a vice. Yeah. I mean, a vice, let's let's see. What's the definition of a vice? Well, I mean, when I think of a vice, I think of like a uh something that you that you need. Like an addiction almost. Yeah, well, criminal activities, immoral or wicked wicked uh personal characteristics, hypocrisy, uh and a, a, a proclivity towards leaning towards drugs or other criminal oh. ventures that's that's what vice is well yeah then yeah yeah well i i think that's probably one definition of vice which is like uh the the police definition of vice but well, there's like, the police definition but there's also just an immoral personal characteristic yeah you know what i mean and i think that's what he's getting out here but being too nice is sadly though it rhymes not a vice yeah yeah i mean let's not get it twisted here uh it is okay to be nice and to not be like uh like too horny or wanting to like do a bunch of stuff. God. It is not illegal to walk around and be shitty to people all the time. But it damn sure is not fucking attractive. You know, it it's yeah. damn so it, it, whenever I hear people say oh there someone is too nice or and I do get the oh they are being too nice as if they are being too vulnerable they're giving up too much of themselves if you put it in that term i do understand where someone's coming from but just to say oh they're too nice it almost seems hypocritical i I can't fucking stand that that drives me nuts because you know we just little tiny nice little pleasantries make the world such a fucking better place man. exactly yeah and so for this guy to be like oh i'm and we're gonna get into it here what he means by bad um, it, you know, and the fact that he tells her to come around as if like you're, you're meant to be bad in the way that he wants you to be bad. You just have to like, you know, it's, it's like telling her that sh- the lifestyle she's living is wrong and you know, it's just a matter of time. Like it sounds, it sounds like the dominatrix version, uh, or like the, uh, the bottom version of you just haven't had sex with the right guy. That's why you're a lesbian. It's like you're going to come around and it's like there maybe there's no come around. Maybe she's not a fucking bop it and she doesn't need to be fucking 
twisted and boinked and turned and this, that, and the other thing to come. Maybe well, I can convert her, dude. <laughs> exactly. Heard yeah. that fucking guy. What are you proselytizing yeah, all of a that's sudden? That's what this guy dick? is. Yeah. That's what this guy is. Yeah. So then we get the chorus. I want you all tattooed. I want you bad. Complete me. Mistreat me. I want you to be bad, 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 bad. Mm. I love how you can wrap up someone's personality and all their character traits and, and everything about them. What encompasses them in the fact whether or not they have tattoos? That tells you everything. Do you know how many fucking people I've met on this planet that are the nicest, sweetest people that have some of the most dangerous looking tattoos that mm-hmm. you've ever seen? It means Thought the tattoos, same exact thing. They don't mean what they did. Yeah. They just don't. Which it's funny. Like, this is like we've now gone the opposite, right? Like, it used yeah, to be. Yeah, totally. It used to be you see tattoos, someone's bad. And now it's like when you have two tattoos, you're bad. And it's like, wow, we're really. Look at me. I must be a criminal mastermind now these days because I'm fucking ink free. Yeah, this man, I mean, you have no tattoos. Have you ever thought have, about it? I Yeah, for like a minute. And then, you know, here's. Actually, it's kind of funny because when I was a kid. I used to hear that I, I grew up around, I mean, in my neighborhood, just, I mean, professional criminals. I mean, stone cold criminals. Right. And when I was a kid, the ones that I met were anti-tattoo and would tell you, I, I heard this more than one time, it's positive ID. Yep. It's positive ID. When they got, whenever they got pulled over by the police, they were taken in by the police. What was the first thing the police wanted them to do? Lift up their shirt and show them their tattoos. And that was the first time. And so many of them. I'm talking the 1980s. Right forearm, say, American flag. Yeah, they would forearm, say, they'd go, I wish I never would have gotten its positive ID. It immediately, it immediately marks who I am. Yeah. So um, that, I always thought to myself, if I ever gotten in any trouble, I don't want this freaking, you know, mark on me that's going to tell everybody, the world who I am. So, yeah. Uh, and then complete me, mistreat me, which is a whole nother. I mean, it's antithetical to the whole thing, man. Complete me. <laughs> This guy all of a sudden wants fulfillment. I mean, just a minute ago, you're talking about somebody you want what appears to be a rather shallow relationship. I will be I will feel complete. I mean, and again, I do not mean to come off like I'm king shaming here. So please don't take it this way. But to 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 basically say the only way I can feel complete is by mistreated by someone sounds like big necessity of uh of getting some therapy it's it just it sounds therapy bugle call yeah because it's one thing to be into being dominated etc it's another thing to need it to feel complete uh maybe it's not maybe i'm maybe i'm wrong maybe i I am being maybe i'm being judgy and maybe i'm being weird i think i I feel like i kind of am as i'm saying it but but uh, you know we we can agree yeah we can Uh, we can agree to disagree um then we get verse two And again, we're starting off just like the first verse. If you could only read my mind, you would know that I've been waiting so long for someone almost just like you, but with attitude, I'm waiting. So come on, get out of clothes time, grow out those highlights Come around now, can't you see? <sighs> so once again, we're talking about reading. My, I mean, Jesus, this guy is just like, 
it's 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 victim blaming through and through it's it's this relationship is going to come is going to fall apart and it's because of you and it's because you can't read my mind he's put so much thought into the song and everything that goes into creating it and can't just simply say a few words that would beautifully express you know how he feels i feel like you and I are not compatible. I feel like we're two ends of the same, you know, two ends of the same, two, two, two sides of the same coin, so to speak. We need to be complementary to each other. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. And, and it could be very easily just be spelled out. Two that. beads on a string. And, <laughs> two beads at the end. Um, it, and, and, and instead, you know, he gives this long explanation about what I need you to be, that this person is probably never going to be or shouldn't be, even if they... Even if they could. The far and away most offensive line of this song. I've been waiting for someone almost just like you. (laughs) What is he, Lou Grant from Foreigner all of a sudden? (laughs) Jesus Christ. I mean, like, oh, you're so close. (laughs) And I mean, like, this whole song is trying to change somebody to be with them. Which (laughs) Which is just... Hey, if you're doing that, stop it. If you're with someone uh, and trying to change them, um, like, oh, she looks wise is exactly what I'm looking for, but I want someone who's into this kind of music, so I'm going to slowly get them into this kind of... Just stop it. Just love someone how they are. If someone gets into something or gets out of something, love them still. Don't try and change who they are, please. Mark, this is even shittier than you think. Yeah, because he's giving her like this little glimmer of hope in that someone almost like you, like if you could just make a few changes, all of a sudden you're going to be acceptable to me. Like I'll find you more attractive if you could just make a couple of small changes when they're not. These are deep. These are somewhat. These are characteristics that are part of someone that are integrated in a person, you know, that are that are a, a deep part of who they are. And he's saying almost you're that, but you're not. It's almost like giving her like the the idea that oh, you know, if you just made these little bitty uh, changes to yourself, you could stay with me. You could still be. You'd be worthy all of a sudden. You can't help but wonder what their sex life is like, because for him to be like, <laughs> Seth puts down his phone and adjusts his glasses. I just don't. I mean, for him to sit there and be like, oh, everything is like close. You know, I wonder if he's like. Yeah, spank me. She's like, no. And he's like, God damn it. Come around. <laughs> like, I, I just. I was almost there. <laughs> yeah, I just can't imagine what. Uh, you know Dexter can't hit it right. Oh, you know he can. No. Fuck that guy. Man. He's a nerd. He's, a, he's laying there thinking about his student loans, man. He's, like, he's not thinking about hitting it right. He's he's thinking desperately about how you would make. Uh, can't focus. Chlorosetonitrate. <laughs> Or something. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I'm not a nerd. Hint, hint. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> uh, yeah, get out of clothes. So, for someone just like you, but with attitude, I'm waiting. So, come on. Uh, you know, I mean, it's j- this song has everything. You're not good enough the way you are. Pressure. Come on. Hurry up. I'm waiting for you. Mm. Uh, negging. I've been waiting for someone almost just like you. I mean, this song is like one of those pickup artist fucking videos 
in a song. So it hits the lyrics to go trifecta. Oh, yeah. yeah I mean, it's yeah. shitty. And then the pre-chorus, Get Out of Closed Time, which is a store. What the fuck? I didn't know what Closed Time was, yeah. but it was, uh, it was I guess, big in the 90s and 2000s. Maybe it's the California version of Fashion Bug. I think yeah. it's kind of like, it's something like that. Maybe a yeah. little a, more a grown up, maybe. Forever 21. Hopefully, because Dexter oh, yeah. was like oh, yeah. 50 at the time of this recording, That's I'm sure. True. Um, it, the genius annotation says closed time was a nineties clothing store that sold clothing in the quote, cool unquote image, but was seen as conformist by counterculture youth. So like hot topic, but opposite cool topic, cold topic. Um, Dead topic. so get out of there and grow out those highlights. I mean, again, just trying to change her, just saying like, stop being who you're being. Start being what I want you to be. Mark, for a second, Hurry we can up. play De- Devil's Advocate, Deckles Advocate. Are you playing Advocate. Dexter's Advocate? Yes, for just one moment. And he could come out and say, you're just not good enough. Hear me out. Sometimes people like what he's describing need to hear that in order to make a clean break. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but this is not this. But it's not this. No. But he could. I mean, I, he could. Well, it, hold on. I, I mean, I, I so I take umbrage of some of what you're saying. Okay. It's it, you know, in no case is it ever you're not good enough. The, the 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 correct way to put it is, you and I don't see eye to eye. We're not made for each other, and that's fine. You don't think that there's never a not good enough? No, you don't. No, I get that vibe. <clears throat> I well, I mean, look people want different things. Someone someone wants to date someone who go, who gets their clothes from clothes time and has highlights. So let her be with them. Why does does Dexter Holland really think or the, I shouldn't say Dexter Holland. I'm sorry, Matt. Does the the, the main author. protagonist of this story um do they really think that there's such a prize that this person should change all these different aspects that clearly they like? They like the way they dress. They like their highlights. The like they like the fact that they're nice. That they should change all that just to be with Dexter H- fucking Holland or or the narrator. I'm sorry. If you could only read my mind, get out of clothes time, grow out those highlights. You're not you're not cutting it. As far as well, what I, mean, I need. Look, I mean, yes. As far as I, as far as he's concerned, there's an air of superiority. Oh, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Maybe we're missing something. Yes, I agree. But not 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 good enough by and large to the world. Oh, I mean, yes, um, he's saying, yeah, you're not cutting oh, okay, it, yeah. but like, okay, good. Fuck off then. Like, bye. If I was with someone, they were like, Oh, I don't like you because you don't wear fucking suits. I'd be like, understood. See you later. Yeah. Like if that's your version of like not being good, I mean, that's fine. But I mean, that's also why I don't like go around telling people, oh, I wear suits all the time. You know what but I mean? The like cutting words lose all of their value and all of what could be good and constructive about them by almost, you know, you, you, you know, if you almost had this figured out, if you could almost do these things, giving, giving something, giving her something to cling to, which makes this ultra shitty. Yeah. I mean, no, I, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. I mean, this guy is a piece of shit. Yeah. Like I said, this is like pickup artist shit. All right, then we get the second chorus. I want you in a vinyl suit. I want you bad. Complicated, X-rated. I want you bad, 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 bad. 
We threw an extra bad on there. Please. The number of bads. Uh, it seems like he's just like ran- ranching up the intensity, wrenching up the intensity, ramping, ramping up the Ramp. intensity. Ramp. God, neither of our brains are working at all. Get our jaws, yeah, working. <laughs> What's going on with our? This is our last episode. Horrible diction. He's just like bad, 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 bad. And I mean, honestly, like, if, most of the stuff he's saying isn't in the world of like being dominated. If we could stop on this this chorus alone and just make the song. I mean, these are all. I hate to play Dexter's advocate. This is the one that you're going to not. Uh, unreasonable requests if you take a, away lines two and three. You know, um, I want you in a vinyl suit. <laughs> if you just take away half of the chorus, yeah, um, it's then not so bad. If you're left with just two lines, the song is reasonable. I want you in a vinyl suit. I mean, hey, I mean, you know, I mean, who hasn't had those Julie Newmar, Michelle Pfeiffer, Halle Berry dreams? Can't can't blame him on that one. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, and wearing a vinyl suit again isn't necessarily rated bad no, no yeah but nothing, yeah yeah Com- complicate i, I want you complicated is a weird i i you know, it, maybe it's weird to you but having somebody that's a little hard to figure out and mysterious i get i get it i well yeah, yeah i mean there's people very into like bratty girls sometimes um that can, that can things work. like that yeah. yeah i mean and again that's fine but the whole double entendre i want you bad just makes it all fall, fall, fall flat yeah. it's it's a, it's a really dumb line i want you so, bad 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 bad, bad. bad. Ooh, bad. really bad mm-hmm. then um with every worst song that we have on here we have a bridge <laughs> don't get me wrong i know you're only being good but that's what's wrong. I guess I just misunderstood. Go. I don't know if he's telling her to go or or what's going on there. All these requests to figure him out just drive me nuts. If you could only read my mind, yeah. don't get me wrong. He you is know, very much, he is a... Sounds like a needy bastard. He's He's a terrible communicator. Yeah. Which, I mean, judging by most guys I know, there are a lot of guys that are terrible communicators. They keep it all inside and then wonder, I don't understand why someone isn't... You know, this used to happen all the time at work uh, when I was a manager. And I mean, it doesn't happen as much now, but it used to happen where someone would be like, da-da-da-da-da, this happened, that happened. And I would say, well, did you let them know that you're upset about that? Oh, that's... And they would say, no. And I'd say, well... You have to let someone that, know you're hitting so close to home right now. It happened that that exact thing happened in a in a family member's work thing lately, where it's just where all the the people around them all they did was just complain to other people and not that person. One of the shittiest things you can possibly do, man. Yeah, I mean, really, the the squeaky wheel gets the grease. You have to you have to be willing to communicate and let someone know so that they know that something is up. And you may find that there's a good amount of time that you'll say this thing that you're doing bothers me or this thing that you're doing works well for me. And, you know, communicating during sex and communicating in a relationship is highly effective. (laughs) And if you're expecting people to try and read your fucking mind or read your body language and you're not being an effective communicator, you're being a bad partner. Mm. So if you're doing that, stop it. 
You need to be willing to say that hurts me or that turns me on. Or would you pull that hair out of there? Yeah. <laughs> would you, I mean, or really would you pull my hair? Or yeah, well, you know, yeah. like whatever. Like yeah. you know, you've got to let someone know. You can't. You know, of course, there are some things where like something may happen and and you, you know, have a certain reaction um, that commute. You know, is a form of communication. Like if someone does something and you like are huffy or whatever. I know you read it in a book that it was awesome, but it's not. But wouldn't it be so much better to just say to somebody, hey, when you do that, that really bothers me. Or would you like that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, wow. What a what a mind blowing idea. What a revelation. Um, so, yeah, don't get me wrong. I know you're only being good. Uh, okay. Yeah. That's what she I mean, that's. That's who you've started to date. That's, that's, what you that's who be you're in a relationship for. You with. should shoot for that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Th- I know you're just being I, a so good this, person. This, when I heard this song, I will take the time to address this right now. Um, when I heard this song, I heard this, this, uh, uh, this desire that I see in people over and over. I hear this a lot from ladies. Um, oh, I don't want someone that is, you know, I don't want a simp. Have you heard that term before? Mark? I have. Yeah, I don't want a simp. I don't some, want someone that's going to fawn all over me. I want somebody that's going to uh, challenge me, that's going to be a bit of a bad boy, that's going to... And Mark, have, how often have you seen ladies... We'll go back to men in a minute. But <clears throat> ladies in this uh, bad boy situation where it has ended overall down the line in the long term in a healthy, constructive, happy way. How often have you seen that? My answer is never. Well, I mean, again, I'll, I'll say this. <laughs> if you don't want a simp, then don't date one. And if you want one, find one. And try to... <laughs> I remember having a conversation with a woman once when I was lamenting about not dating a lot of people and you know, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, well, when you date someone, you should like put your best foot forward and da, 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 da. And I was like, well, the thing is, is I don't want to give any, I don't want to give any false ideas of what I'm like. Mm. And I would rather someone fall in love with me for who I am right off than fall in love with who I'm not. And then eventually show them more and more who I really am. Well, I get the whole, you know, trying to change someone is fruitless. I, I do get that. What I'm saying is, is that there are so few people on this planet that I've found that are decent, that are somewhat good, that are that are quality human beings. That's to painful. find someone. It's it's true, man. It's it's true. I saw this thing the other day. A woman wrote this really long thing. It's very very difficult to find. Uh, someone out there that is going to ultimately be be honest and fair and just and decent to you on a constructive, productive level. It's very, very hard to find. It's it's and and I think that when you know you uh, sell yourself short for a little bit of pleasure for a little while, just in trying to find someone that you know will get you off, um, which I, I do get, I get it. But it's just, it's so difficult that why would you pass up on that? Why would Dexter pass up on this? Yeah. I don't, or, or the I, narrative. I don't get it. Well, I mean, I'll say I, I kind of disagree with you. Okay, fair enough. I think that there are a fair amount of people maybe. Again, it's all a matchmaking thing. 
And part of someone who will give you a positive experience and all that is finding someone who is is right for you. So if you're if you're with someone like Dexter, okay. So this is Dexter seems like a, a, a good enough guy, I guess. How dare you? Uh, maybe not. Um, with this woman who seems like a nice person, um, where you know maybe like if Dexter was getting what he wanted then I think it would solve a lot of Dexter's issues. And when I'm saying Dexter, I mean the narrator. We just, we're calling him Dexter. Dexter's advocate. So, I mean, if the only real problem with him here is that he is not having these sexual needs met, then everything aside from him may be fine. I mean, we don't really know. But, you know, part of that is just making sure that you're communicating so you can let these needs be known and if the person is, you know, if he talks to her and says, instead of being like, read my mind, he says, hey, look, I'm I've, I'm really, really interested in being dominated sexually and being with someone who like steps on my nuts or whatever, or like sticks a finger in my ass or whatever he wants. If he just says that to her, he may find that she'll say, OK, like we can try that. He may also find that she says, I'm not into that. And then you have a couple different avenues you can go down maybe you can open up your relationship so that he can go and see a professional dominatrix so he can have that in his life maybe that means that they split up because this is such a need for him that he can't take it anymore um but he doesn't but he doesn't he doesn't he keeps it all to himself whole group that i think of of just you know trying to he's trying to change this person into what he wants them to be which, once again, it kind of fits perfectly into my, there's so many people out there that just want you to be, you know, what their version of you is. That you're not finding, you're not find, you, you haven't found somebody authentic. It's hard to find somebody that's decent, Mark. Yeah. It is. He also rhymes wrong with wrong here. Don't get me wrong. Let's I know you're only being Let's good. Fucking kill him. But that's what's wrong. I guess I just misunderstood. I mean, he does he does rhyme good with misunderstood, so I guess that works. Um so yeah, he is just yeah, and and then he also says uh you know, to kind of bring this back around the end of the bridge, I know you're only being good, but that's what's wrong. It is not wrong that you're being good. That is not wrong. Proving my point even more. Okay, okay, you're right. Yeah. You're, I'm not. I'm not talking about this guy in particular. I'm just saying I don't think a lot of people. Like humanity. <laughs> Dexter Holland is a stand-in for humanity. Then I just want to. I'm probably going to hang myself as soon as you leave today. <laughs> um, and yeah, and I guess I just misunderstood. What did you misunderstand? Um, then we get a chorus. I want you all tattooed. I want you bad. Complicated. X-rated. I want you bad. I mean it. I need it. I want you bad, 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 really, really bad. What do you think he means? What do you think this way? How bad do you want? Do you think she? He because he says the word bad. I mean, I I could go through and count really bad. I mean. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, Lucky number 13, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two times maybe. And I mean, all he says is, "I want you in a vinyl suit, X-rated and complicated." 
you know, he doesn't really say anything like, I want you to fucking slap me in the face or use my mouth as an ashtray. I want to lick your the bottoms of your shoes. No, I want to wants her to lick your toes and fucking cocksucker. <laughs> Sorry. And I by cocksucker, I mean shithead. And plenty of people out there know that I know they suck cock that are decent. <laughs> um, the music video. All right. Is just as bad, 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 bad. What we're dealing with is so first off, they have some lens effect that looks like astigmatism. Where everything is all bright and shiny and flared it's a, it's out. It's a shiny video. It's really yeah. shiny. It's it's very astigmatism esque. Right. Yeah. And I know that as someone who has an astigmatism that's so bad that for me to get um contacts, I was told I would have to order special ones that would cost me over a thousand dollars a year. Jesus. My my eyes are basically fucking footballs. Hmm. So that's not happening, which well, is fine. I in like the fall that might be good, but the rest of the year. Um so <laughs> It's it's shiny. It's bright. It uh, has an, a woman that 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 a, that a gentleman is objectifying. At one point, oh, you see a guy. Yeah, one in specific that gets. The, did this get you the same way that it did me? That very eerily crams his tongue in her ear. Well, so so let's I talk. Mean, so there's there's a bunch of beer cans yeah. with the the offspring logo, which looks like it was done by, like a seventh grader kinkos or something yeah. <laughs> um and the the guy i just want to mention first how do i know this guy's a piece of shit i'll tell you first off open mouth gum chewer if there's anything i everybody's got like a thing that like will that they have like against people <laughs> as soon as i see an open mouth gum chewer dude i immediately consider you're a bad pete carroll i i hate him so oh, much wow the the seattle seahawks know, yeah, head coach well i'm telling them listen coach, i know dude, you know yeah. um giant piece of shit and I'll tell you when when they lost the fucking Super Bowl to the Patriots, and I saw him chewing his fucking oh, come gum. On. Now we know the real ultimate, the underlying motive. That's the open mouth guy. Oh. It sounded like you eating that burger in my car. You're what? a wet. You sounded wet. You couldn't say it then. No. Now I, you're saying cause... it now. Now you're bringing it up in front of the world. <laughs> now I the world, all seventy listeners. Exactly. Um, just super, and you can see the gum in his mouth. It's disgusting. So basically, the band is playing. He walks up to some girl uh, or some woman, very attractive, walks up, says something to her ear. She slaps him, walks up to another woman and says the same thing. I'm guessing to her. She slaps him like thrice. He is thrice slapped. Band keeps on playing. And then a gentleman is holding one of the beer cans. Everyone's shaking the beer cans while the band is playing. I don't know why. A uh, a guy is holding a beer can. It blows up and sprays all over his face, and it's like fo- it's very it's a lot of foam. Yeah. And then beer cans start erupting everywhere in the thing, and one gentleman blows his hand off. Um, he goes John up to Jason a beer ball. he goes up to a <laughs> Sorry, football references all over the yeah. place. Um, Jason Pierre Paul lost a couple of fingers. Uh, or at least one finger and like mangled a couple of other ones in due a to a fireworks accident yeah. uh, like 10 years ago, seven years something ago. Like that, yeah. um, so then he goes up to another woman and whispers something in her ear. And then um, she doesn't slap him, but it seems like right after he gets done saying whatever it is, he sticks his fucking tongue in her ear. It is the most lurid vision. It is fucking hard to look at. Man. Now, for I'm, all the bright and shiny in this video, it just becomes oh, wow, very dirty wow, wow. and very, very, very unpleasant. I mean, 
I'm going to take from the music video that he does not know any of these women. Now, uh, you know, I don't, I don't really know what to say here. Walking up to a woman and saying something that gets you slapped in the face is probably not something you should be saying in the first place. I don't know what it is he's saying. You know, I, I want you to fucking step on my balls or whatever. Gets him slapped a couple times. But the third woman, there's there's no like he says something and then she's like, oh, I'm down with that. And then he sticks his tongue in her ear. He just does it. It is a very gross display of invasion of personal space and just like doing something to someone who does not know you. It looks wrong. It is. It it was hard. It was cringy to watch. Um, She turns around and like pulls him as everybody's foam is going off and going all crazy. The beer foam People party. are tackling each other. It turns. Yeah, it turns into like a foam party, which, of course, the alpha, fucking offspring is having a fucking foam party in their music video. Um, she brings him into like, I guess what's another, like a bathroom mm-hmm. and she starts licking trope. his neck Yeah, and she has a can of the beer and she starts shaking it and his face is like, Oh, and then she, it, it explodes. Get, get what they're doing. It explodes. And then his head explodes, what which is, mean, seems to be, <laughs> what is, what is it trying to say? What's the, I'm what's not the even going to fucking say, I think we all mean? understand yeah. what they're trying to say. Um, right, so just can I just say something? All the good things that I had to say, and there weren't many about this song at the very fucking beginning, are gone now. The song sucks just as much as the other ones. It's fucking awful. Go ahead, Mark. Uh, well, I will say Dexter Holland does hate the music video. Good. Because it's cheesy. <laughs> so he doesn't really say because he thinks that it's... Uh, doesn't give him some sort of culpability. Yeah, it's still out there. It's still on fucking YouTube for a million people to watch every day. If that happens, yeah. yeah, there's a whole synopsis of the music video inside the Wikipedia article that synopsis. is. What did I say? Synopsis. Oh yeah, a sorry. That's a, a that's that's a program we use at my work. Oh, oh boy, uh, filmed in Los Angeles, California. Not a surprise at all. It says the protagonist is a man trying it on with various women in attendance. Oh. Must have been written by someone British. Yeah. Uh, the foam appears to blow his head off while the woman laughs and smiles as the camera fades the to black. Publicist. Um, Dexter Holland said this is one of his favorite songs. <sighs> I will also say that on the uh, on the song facts, the only song fact it says this song is about a guy who meets a nice, innocent girl and wants to change her into something naughty. <laughs> well, that sums it up in a rather bland way. I mean, in a rather <laughs> shitty way. It doesn't really uh, play out, you know, exactly what's going on here and how shitty it really is. Like, uh, Hitler was just a guy that wanted to kill a lot of people. That's it, you know. The end. The end, yeah. Not, not, not a good, not a good uh, summation. Only two comments. The song is about what the title says, I want you bad. Oh, yeah, and the dirty part, too. There's a girl in Fiji I like, and I want her bad. And then the other one is, has anyone other than me seen the video? No. No one else has seen the video. Only like a million and a half people. Does anyone have any theories on what the white stuff is supposed to mean? Or am I the only one wondering about a sexual meaning in the video? That's your average offspring. Just stay where you are. Please don't go anywhere. Just stay right (laughs) there. That's your average uh, offspring listener. Um, What do we think? Crip Factor. (laughs) In keeping with the theme of saying things wrong. Um, uh, factor. I I guess ultimately he's not killing anybody. 
he's definitely making things difficult for someone, in my opinion. He's adding a lot more stress and drama into their lives. That's what I'm picking up from what he said here. Um, whether or not he's he, the good thing is, is we don't know whether or not he's succeeded in this, you know, how far he's taken it, and how much uh, complicity there is on the uh, on the side of the the dog, the person that's being beat on. You know, in my opinion. Um, so it's not, oh, it's not as bad. I think in that degree, it's just him screaming out for things that he'd want to change about somebody. Um, well, in the meantime, probably not wanting to do very much himself. Is it creepy? You're fucking right. It's creepy. Um, but just not, uh, to the level of what we've seen before. I'm going to give it a, a 7.5, right? And I'm right. Three quarters of what it, of, uh, of what we would of the full scale. This is one of those things where I want to give it a, I want to give it a very high score because um, I hate it. And because it's terrible in a number of ways is creepiness. What I'm looking at. I don't know. I don't know how creepy it is. It's terrible. Um, So I feel like I still have to give it kind of a high score. Um, creepy to say it's got a high creep factor is to say that it's creepy to wants to want to be dominated i feel like and that's not how i feel so i guess i'm just i'm going to give it a higher score but i just i want to make it abundantly clear if you're into kinks like being dominated that's fine that's great go off on it if you like being told what to do if you like being you know in a safe place if you like being um you know, if you like having someone fucking take you to pound town, then go wild. I think that's wonderful. Seth loves to be slapped in the face and have his dick slapped. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, it's the only way he can get off. Mm-hmm. The older you get. God, this this generation of constant porn. Do you remember how hard it was to see porn? I think I told you about when I was a little kid. And watching the scrambled HBO and being able yeah. to make out a nipple in Clash of the Titans, uh-huh. I, that was like the. First, I mean, that was that's it. That's that was like. The I knew highlight. it was all over for me because we had uh, we had the Spice Channel. Oh, and uh, we had a Discrambler. Oh, you did. So I could watch it all the time. You could. Mm. Damn. So that probably made you a lot of friends in the neighborhood. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm yeah. sure. Uh, I will give it a. F- 5.9 what that's it well because i don't think it's creepy Ugh. i mean if i'm stick, if i'm st- okay, listen if we came up with another factor if we came up with a jerk factor an asshole factor 9.1 but a creep factor, i do have to ask you don't you don't find him trying to change trying to manipulate this person into what he wants him to be creepy. You don't, I don't think he's manipulating her. I think he's, he's just trying subjugating. To. I mean, I, I don't think that what he's doing is right by any means. I just don't think that it's creepy. I think he's just a piece of shit. All right. When I think creepy, I think like I locked the door behind you right. or like whatever. I, I think that he's, I almost feel like in a weird way that this is like a uh, diary entry of him just like talking out loud. Like, I wish I could tell her that I, you know, that you know, I want her to be this way. And I mean, who knows what happens in this relationship? I mean, maybe he, maybe, you know, we're kind of dealing with the middle of this weird relationship. Mm. We don't really know what happens or where they go from here. Maybe it works out. I Look, I wish this couple the best. I don't. 
<laughs> I hope they, they she immediately runs and goes and finds somebody decent, which is, and like I've said, is hard to do now. Waking up I get what you're saying. I just, it, it gives, it runs a chill up my spine when I hear people say things like this. So that's just me. No, understood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Completely understand. Mark. <sighs> Mark, we've reached that certain time in the year that's festive. There are lights. It's bright. There seems to be a little nip in the air. It's getting more and more nipply. And uh, there's people out there that need to have a special message brought into their lives. Message. Of joy and festivity and and uh, and and crimb- uh, cr- Christmas. Crimbus. Crimbus. Yeah, so uh, luckily for all of the listeners, Christmas falls on a Monday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, not next Monday, but the Monday after, mm. and we will be recording a very special and very wonderful Christmas episode for you all. Um, is it, we're, the next one we're going to do is not a Christmas nope. episode? We're, okay. What are we going to do? I mean, we should release a Christmas episode on Christmas, yes? I guess that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So in the meantime, for next week, we'll do Take the Money and Run oh, by the Steve oh. Miller Band. Yeah, there we go. There, we talked about this. Yeah. yeah. We, I... I I, this song has been coming up a lot for me, and the lyrics bother the shit out of me. Uh, just such a boring song lyrically. Um, so we'll talk about that, and then we'll have our Christmas episode. We got a couple songs that we have lined up that we. So we'll we'll talk and, and I thought, make sure. I was just gonna let you blurt one out of the ones we've discussed. I was whatever whatever's there, I'm okay with. You know. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll discuss it a little bit. Yeah. Uh, we've we've got uh, a growing uh, number of songs um that we are looking into uh a new oh. listener arden who has sent us a couple of song suggestions so thank you very much a couple of other people sending some suggestions and seth and i have been on the on the lookout and so we've got quite a little yes. list here so very very excited excited to bring in the new year as well uh with you all we've made a list we've checked it Twice. More than twice, probably. Three times. Four. We've gone through and we've ripped a couple of them out and added a couple and added a couple more. Um, Seth, thank you. Yeah, thank you, man. And thank you, listener. good going and getting lunch today. Yeah, Yeah. it was good. It was a short one, but it was a good one. In spite of me making those noises. It's okay. Yeah. We all have a a thing. Thank you, dear listener. Please go out and tell two friends. We appreciate you. Um, If you have any uh, song suggestions, please send them to us. Uh, Lyrics to go pod at gmail.com or on our Facebook group. You can add uh, yourself to that. We, we were getting a lot of porn on there for some reason. Uh, so we made the group uh, where we have to okay you um, joining. So uh, please look us up on there, lyrics to go. And uh, you can make any suggestions on uh, Messenger on there or on the group. Uh, we appreciate you all. And uh, we will be back next Monday to talk about Steve Miller Band's Take the money and run Woo-hoo-hoo. on next Monday's lyrics to go. Thanks a lot for listening. Our theme song was done by Exploding Pages. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for songs or lyrics, you can send them to lyrics2gopod at gmail.com. We'll be back here next week.